It's Nightbane Part 2. The Edmonton crew returns to a world where they are teenage monsters hiding in plain sight. And in the last episode, after a fight ending in a major bloodbath, they all got together and had sex with each other. No, wait, that was Monster Hearts. That's that's a that's a different game where there are secret monsters hiding in plain mix. Wow. Okay. This is Nightbane where they are also teenage monsters hiding in plain sight. And something, something, something. The government might be controlled by a whole bunch of monsters. What? Well, stay tuned, because this is Nightbane Part 2. And those secret monsters hiding in plain sight, those are your terrible warriors. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with more Terrible Warriors Edmonton Division. My name is Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse, and I will be your GM for this evening in our continuing game of Nightbane by Palladium Books. And I am joined with, to my left, Will Mitchell, West Gun of the 404s, Shane Fitzgerald of Circuit 42, Cameron Dunn of Violet Break Gaming, and as we left off, our four young Nightbane had just revealed their powers in New York during a daring raid by the National Security Agency. And having taken them all out with the assistance of a professor, who it turns out is also a night spawn, one of the apparently dead agents turned its head around and addressed them in an insectile voice, informing them the hounds were coming, and then the weird metallic howls started. So, um, when that happens... And as that's happening, the agent, who is still addressing you, uses his one good remaining limb to push uh, the body off of him. And you can see that there is a dent in his chest. Humans don't generally dent. You know, you got all the... Even when you start breaking things, there's still a lot of fat and tissue and stuff to kind of... Flat back. No, no, no. He's got a dent in him. And he slowly sits up. And as he does, um, one of his arms, his broken arm, slides out of its socket and out of his sleeve and hits the ground. And you can see that it appears to actually be full of... Is that sawdust? Mm -hmm. Is that, like, plant matter? And he sits up, levering himself onto his good arm. And he's still, like, laughing and taunting you. Are you guys going to do anything? Uh, I am right near him. I think I'm just going to end it with a punch. You're just going to punch his head off? Yeah. Roll right it. Face. I'm not even going to make you roll the hit. Because he's kind... It's fine. You're good. <laughs> okay. He can't dodge you. He has one arm. Roll me damage. Okay. I want to see how totally you pulp this guy's skull. That one out of the way. Oh, no. Too much. 1838. Not too much? Not too much. For the damage he already took, not too much? Uh, yeah. You... His body doesn't even move as your fist takes his skull off, impacts into the wall, and then goes through the wall. And you pull your fist back, and it's not covered in blood. It's covered in sawdust and... Bits of plant matter. And you notice there's something wriggling inside of his neck. Um, and a beetle. A beetle about the size of a dinner plate, if not bigger, crawls out of his neck. And it's going to try and crawl away. Okay, uh, can I stomp on it? 
Yeah? Nice. Give me a roll to hit. It will try to dodge. Oh my god, it dodged. Can't roll a 13. The beetle rolled a 17. And so it actually scuttles away from you. Um, and uh, with knowing my speed, I'm not catching up. Uh, yeah, so it is, this beetle is scuttling across the floor, making for the door. Um, only one of you is going to get a chance to attack it before it uh, gets on its way. Chad's not having any of that. Roll the uh, hit. So yeah, Chad's going to take a run at it. Got uh, He's trying to punch it, so an 11. Okay. Got a 16. Oh my god. Holy. As a dodgy beetle. Um, I'm tempted to make a Kabutu joke, but only you and I would get it, probably. Change, beetle. <laughs> uh, and the beetle crawls, and it scurries out the door. There you go. And I make sure that I can pronounce their name right. And then my die fell on the floor. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, can put it back on at 16. That's good. So, um, <laughs> Dr. Stevens... Um, it's like he shrinks at the same time as flesh covers the bones again. And then it's like you're looking at um, the process of creating a human from the bones up, where suddenly it's all the um, all the nerve endings appear, and then all the muscle grows over, and the flesh. And then his clothing grows over top of that. And it happens in uh, at super high speed, but it, you, you just kind of register it as it's each step of the process as it's happening. We have to go. We have to go now. Where are we going? I, I have a car parked at the end of the alley. Follow me. The Namtar has escaped and the hounds are on their way. Shit, they have hounds. Oh, that sounds like bullshit. I'm following you, man. Sounds good. Um, Lead on, Professor. You're, you're going to have to assume your facades. Uh, your human form. We can't walk around the streets like this. Fuck, man. All right, and so yeah, Chad turns back, and it's sort of sort of the, the the old Hercules show where he puts on the ring and like got bigger and buffer, but like in reverse. He's you are no longer as strong as ten ordinary men. Yeah, he's really <laughs> a really strong guy. Now. I'm just kind of like like the, the head kind of pulls back, and it's like the the, the flesh kind of like folds around, kind of like almost like a like a clap trap around like where the insect head was, and like the shadows just kind of pull back into the suit. Okay, and yeah, uh, you you go through your various returning to human state forms, and you book it. And he's got a um, an old station wagon, um, and the alleyway leads out onto a parking lot, and he's in professor parking. Shotgun. Damn it. <laughs> you, you are very effectively portraying 18-year-olds here. I take out uh, a handkerchief and clean my seat on the part on the car before sitting down. He looks at you. He's like, "You know what? I don't even fucking care what's wrong with you right now. <laughs> we don't have time." I bonk my head as I try and get in that small car. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Fold yourself yeah. inside. Uh, All right. I've never had to demean myself yeah. by dry, driving in a small station wagon. Yeah. Well, you're in for it now. Uh, and he peels out of there. Oh, good, and he doesn't crash the car as he does that. <laughs> and he drives this station wagon for all that it's worth. 
Uh, so we're doing what, like 30, 40 kilometers an hour? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bob no. down on the back. <laughs> no, no, he, he's pushing it. Um, it's actually not a bad car. It just kind of looks like a bad car. Like a professor's car. It looks exactly like a professor's car. <laughs> um, and he's just weaving in between traffic. Shouldn't we uh, be keeping a safer? low profile? Yeah. yeah, dude, this is crazy. Hounds move on foot. At the moment, we want to keep as much distance between ourselves and them as possible. Good point. Okay. Uh, question from the back of the class. Oh, for fuck's sake. This isn't a classroom. We're fleeing for our lives. You don't have to raise your hand to ask a question. Well, okay, Professor. Uh, what in the fuck is a hound? It's like a dog. No. Thanks, tips. It's a... I don't know what the right word to use for it is. It's a construct. It's a made organism. It's, it's a robot dog. It's a ro. Yeah, sure. We'll go with it's a magical robot. Was it made in Mexico? No. Eche on Mexico, man. Well, not this Mexico. Um, in Mexico. I'm not good at give. I am not good at giving this speech. Cheney's better at it. We find. We'll go to the club. We'll get you talking to Cheney. He'll be able to throw the hounds off your scent. Oh, I like clubs. You all got your ID, right? Uh. You are the only ID that you'll need here. That's that's cool. Uh, and he starts slowing down as he starts merging more into traffic. And guys, like I'm a little. Uh, I'm like. Did you guys all see that part where like I killed a guy? Yeah, that that escalated quickly. Yeah, I'm I'm not I don't know if I'm feeling alright about you that. You have to do what you have to do. Murder's yeah. murder. Yeah, but I, then like the the, the they're gonna murder us. talking about like pawns and stuff. Like I don't play a lot of chess, uh, but I'm not sure I noticed because I think I was busy eating a guy. Yeah, I, I didn't really want to mention anything about that. Yeah, what's up with that's that? That's really fucked up, That's dude. Uh, not cool. I saw blood and I just went for it. I don't know. Okay, like whatever, man. Like, hey, we all need to. Everything's really fucked up right you, now. You look, like, you, you look like one of those folks from one of those Manson, Maryland videos. If it makes you feel any better, they weren't exactly human either. Well, I gathered from the well, sawdust. Yeah, not really. No, that was a that, that was a Namtar, a Hollow Man. It's a supernatural insect that animates construct bodies basically there was only one of them I'm guessing the rest of them were probably doppelgangers um copies of people gross mm. wait okay so like they, they're making copies of people like what what about us though like cause if they're after us have they infiltrated the, the United States government is that what you're telling me it's like they're supposed to be cops Yes, I think it's safe to say that they are the United States government. Damn. Shit. Yeah, one of the Republicans didn't get elected. Uh, and he he starts... Uh, you hit the... Um, just kind of like the warehouses along the... Um, you start actually driving in towards New Jersey. And you start hitting uh, the warehouses along the shore. And traffic's basically completely died down by this point. You went across one of the, you went through one of the tunnels, and um, he eventually pulls in 
behind one of the warehouses. He shuts his lights off a while beforehand. Okay. Get out. Follow me. And just... Please don't be idiots here. Is this one of those industrial clubs? Uh, Sure, we'll go with that. Um, And he leads you around um, into one of the warehouses. And... Uh, it's there are boxes inside, but the door's unlocked. And he opens up a trap door in the floor and leads you through it. And you go down, it feels like maybe 20 feet or so underground. And then there's just a long tunnel. And you can actually, uh, you start hearing music. Not so much the music itself, but just the bass beating in the walls. Mm. And he, you know, he, he closes all the doors behind him. And as he closes each of the doors, you can actually just faintly see um, runes. You don't quite, you don't recognize them, but they they look like magical runes glow um, over top of each of the doors as he closes them. And he leads you down the hallway. It twists, and then it twists again. And there's a metal door. And it just it looks like a solid steel fire door, and there's just a slat, uh, like a view slat, in the little uh, bit. And he raps on it, and the slat opens, and you see um, two eyes, and then the head behind it moves, and you see a third eye, and a fourth eye, and a fifth eye. They're all faintly glowing. And you hear this kind of growling voice. Private club. He's like oh, for. Fuck's sake, Bill. It's me. Can't tell it's you. Gotta change. And he... um, The process that happened earlier happens in reverse, and he becomes the hunched-over, nine-foot-tall metal skeleton. And the guy's like, Who are the kids? Well, they're they're with me. They gotta show ID. Oh, and I pull out my wallet and go, Oh, here you go. There's long, awkward pauses, people showing their fake IDs to the multi-eyes of the slats. They are new. Show me your game face, kid. Oh, that I can do. Ah! <laughs> 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 you do bodybuilder poses as you go into a poker face. <laughs> uh, he looks around at you. He's like, wait, where'd the short guy go? Still here, jerk. He looks out and he laughs a little. He's like, oh, you okay? All right. And the door um, opens up and it's actually not one steel fire door. It's two steel fire doors that have been welded together. And the, like it groans as the guy pulls it across. Um, he is a six foot tall porcupine with this mass of eyes in his face. No, no visible mouth. Um, and each of his fingers are syringes. Amazing. This is wow. exactly the sort of crap this game generates. <laughs> How many lines of cocaine or LSD do the game designers do to get that? Jeez. <laughs> it's all through the magic of random charts. It, no, and, and that's really what it is. is you roll on... Red, uh, there are like 20 different random charts to uh, deter... There are 20 different variables on the first random chart to determine which other random charts you will roll on. 
uh, to be fair, this is the same game system that did, did develop the random insanity table. So, yes. <laughs> oh, the beautiful, the beauty of the ten pages of the random insanity table. This guy must be a terrible heroin addict. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say the acid that went into making this game was either really good or really bad. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference? Really? <laughs> At the end of the day, I guess not. You're still making it in a field. Sounds like my Saturday night. Anyway, <laughs> so we digress. We digress. So he um, ushers you all in and closes the door. Um, the bass is pounding, and everyone there is a freak. And this is the only way I can describe it. There is everyone there looks completely different from everyone else. They are all obviously like you guys. Um, and uh, Professor Stevens. Bends down double to get through the door and stands up on the other side. His head bright, like it's the thorns on his little crown brush the uh, brush the ceiling. And he's like, "Come on, I'll show you to Cheney." Uh, well, he looks at Bill. He's like, "So uh, he says, I'll show you to Cheney." Then he looks around. He's like, "Wait a minute, Bill, where is Cheney?" He's up top in the office. Okay, leads you through the club. Um, there's like a bipedal snake person made of dirty bandages dancing around with a cyborg who has a machine gun for an arm and all kinds of shit. Um, there is a being made entirely of points of light, um, except for one hand that's a crab claw that is drinking at the bar. <laughs> That's only two tables. This thing probably has multiple other features, oh too. God. It's just a magical place. It is Tahiti. You have gone to Tahiti. Uh, and Professor Stevens leads you to the back where there are some stairs going up. And they go up again. And there's an office. And it's a nicely appointed office. It's got some nice chairs. It's got a big desk. It's got a whole row of cameras. Not watching inside the club. It's a big window watching the club, um, but watching all the points of exit around that building. And it looks like about five blocks up the street. This is definitely an early warning system. Mm. And there are some weird occult-looking things around it. Uh, There's like a crystal ball with little points of light in it. There's a mirror that's just swirling with with mists. And behind the desk is a guy... Um, He looks like Lon Chaney Jr. from The Wolfman. Um, He is black and white. Like, he looks like he is a black and white movie character (laughs) that literally stepped to life. Um, You can see uh, little bits where the fur didn't quite stick onto him. It's very clear that fur is part of him, but somehow the fur not being fully attached, like it's a bad prosthetic, is also part of him. And yes, I also generated this guy, and yes, you can in fact roll that on the table. (laughs) (laughs) That it looks like whatever additional animal features you have are badly applied prosthetics. I'm just loving that technically my character can identify with this with this particular character, because one of his traits is called Nosferatu. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. Noel! Hey, man, how you doing? You found new people. So. Eventually. Finally. Well, then. 
Hi, Cheney, how are you? Uh, Chad, Chad. And he shakes hands with each of you. Uh, have a seat, can I get you a drink? Jager bombs. Yeah, okay. I can do Jager bombs. You guys are a bunch of cool cats. This is great. So, where'd you dig these guys up? Where the hell, where'd you, where'd you guys dig this old skeleton up? It's like, Cheney, we don't have time for this shit right now. NSB agents found them. Fucking Namtar called the hounds. And Cheney just... His fur droops. It's like, oh. Oh, hell, kids. I'm really sorry for you. Okay, so, um... My name's Cheney. This is Club Freak. Uh, we, we this is one of the satellite club freaks. We uh, club spawned eh, back in the fifties. We got little affiliate clubs all over the United States. We move around every once in a while. We're a place for you to uh, to come to hang out, to let your freak flag fry, and uh, have a good time. And in this case, he looks at uh, Professor Stevens. We also act as staging points for the resistance in the railroad. Uh, so, um, I'm guessing Noel has me giving this speech to you because I've been around for longer. Uh, well, and there's also guys with guns and stuff. Yeah, like you said, NSB agents. Oh, I, I don't know what to tell you, cats. This place was hopping way better. Before Dark Day and before the NSB. But uh, that's... That is what it is. So, first of all, how old do I look? Uh, like, I don't know, 50? It's hard to tell because, like, you're kind of grainy. Wow, okay. That's close. I am 73 years of age. Huh. In my facade, I do not look a day over 20. We don't age. Or at least we don't age normally. You know, you get about one... Hu- about a hundred human years to every night's, to every night bane year. It's, it's one of the minor perks. So wait, you're telling me that I'm going to be at my athletic prime for uh, like 2,000 years? Pretty much. <laughs> Chad immediately goes through a fairly complicated and impressive, even though it's miniature, bodybuilding uh, posing routine in his excitement. To, to be fair, Chad is stacked. Oh, yes. He is even more stacked when he is two feet tall. <laughs> yeah, he's a neutron star of muscle. <laughs> I very carefully facepalm as he flexes his tiny, tiny muscles. <laughs> Well, yeah, just, picture, just picture a Nosferatu like face palming with two foot claws and barbed wire on his hand. Gingerly. Yes. <laughs> I guess there goes my political career. Well, you know, judging by the fact that the president was replaced by... Well, you guys, you cats don't really seem like you're into science fiction much. Science what? Yeah, that's what I thought. Like Star Trek? Yeah, a little bit weirder than Star Trek. Okay. Like Lovecraft? Yeah, okay. There's this cat back in the 20s named 
Howard Lovecraft, and he used to write these stories about, like, ancient monsters and things that existed before man. Well, guess what? In a way of speaking, he was right. See, about 5,000-ish years ago, there were these, um, at least the the way we figure it, there were these guys, uh, like, evil wizard kings who got banished to another world. And... Something about that and this other world caused them to become immortal, and they set about trying to take over this world. And that other world is this is it's the place on the other side of the mirror. You look at yourself, you see your reflection. It's the world reflected, but darkly. It's Oh, like Star Trek. Not exactly like Star Trek, but you say they fought NSB agent? Okay. The guys you fought in that diner were reflections of people from this world. They were doppelgangers. Mm. Except for the bug. The, the bug's a bug from over there. They make bodies for themselves, and then they pretend to be people. And they're the, um, they're the servants of these sorcerers, the, the night lords is what we call them. Oh yeah, the the bug he, he called us. Uh, was it Nightbane? That's what we call ourselves. Well, it's one of the things we call ourselves. That's what we call ourselves this decade. Back in my day, we used to be called Night Spawn, but that changed somewhere along the way. And the hounds that they called are other servants of the Night Lords. Uh, yeah, how how worried should we be about that? Because like Professor Stone, uh, yeah, they were chasing us. He drove like crazy and shit. Well, we got wards on this place, and Noel does know how to shake a tail. The railroad types know how to be sneaky. You're safe here. A uh, hound, think uh, six foot tall, looks a little bit like a robot made of black metal. Mm. Um, horns, claws, uh, carry axes, swords, all kinds of weird we- old medieval weapons. And they hunt people. They hunt by scent. They hunt by like the supernatural sense of people. And if they got released on you guys, oh, okay, well, you know what? We can deal with this. We can get through this. You stay here for a couple days. You lay low. It should cut your scent off. You'll be safe. And yes, no, before you ask, I will offer these kids safe haven if they'll take it. Uh, do you got a squat rack in here? No. Because if I'm going two days, I got to maintain muscle mass. You could sit on your ass for a century eating nothing but Doritos and Mountain Dew, and you'd still maintain muscle mass. But I wouldn't gain any. You're not really going to gain much now. I take that as a challenge, big guy. I'm not even... Hey, man, I'm not going to try and out-wrestle you. I'm strong. I'm not that strong. I don't know about everybody else here, but I think it's a good idea just to lay low. Agreed. I like the music here. Has anyone got a problem that I'm kind of covered in barbed wire? Uh, let's see here. Just don't try any Out there, you... One time! You got uh, Flayed Bob. He points down on the window. And there's a guy who... Um, it looks like his skin was ripped off of him and then stapled back on. Uh, just sort of in the front and in the back, so it flaps at the sides. Uh, we got Toothy Lucy over there. Woman covered entirely in gaping mouths. Uh, no, I think you're pretty normal by comparison here. We don't tend to judge by basis of appearance, going on the fact that we are all, in fact, freaks. Uh, I, I, I got a question. How, about, how do you 
tell people gender and stuff. Like, I, 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 if I'm going to go down there, I'm going to mingle. I'm going to go and go and try and pick up chicks. And I don't want to end up with like with a dude because like that'll ruin my chances for ever being nominated for the Republican Party. I, uh, I don't <laughs> think binaries really like matter like that anymore, man. To be honest, but my political career sure as hell does. I don't tell them about any of this. uh, I don't think your political career, should it ever exist, is ever going to hinge on whether or not you ever slept with a man who could turn into a woman who, in fact, considered themselves to be both man and woman at the same time. I'm Republican. And? The whole while these two have been talking, uh, my guy is basically just kind of been laughing to himself because that's the first time in years he's been he's been called normal. (laughs) This is the new normal, kid. This is what you are now, and you know what? Over time, it gets even better. You get a better handle on your night on your nightbane self. You get a better handle on that dark essence inside of you. You can do all kinds of crazy tricks here. I can I, tell you, it feels right. I admit, I feel more natural like this than I do in my like human body. That's because it is natural. This is what you are. This is the. You've been living not exactly a lie, but not exactly a truth the whole time. You were exactly as much or as, and as less as you needed to be, and then you needed to be more. And then you got to be the full self, the full package. And you know what? It's great. It's good. Unfortunately, in recent years, we've had to fight certain people a little bit more, but now, you know, it'll equal out over time. I am optimistic. Okay, mm. now you've been like saying a lot of things about like like you've been saying a lot of words that to me sound like they should be capitalized, you know, like resistance and like railroad. The way you're saying that makes me think those are like things that like nightbanes like us we should know about. Right? Uh, yeah, well um we've got different organi- little Political organizations going on. Okay, so that's for fun, right here. Well, yeah. we, we okay, that's cool. Yeah, so yeah, you can still have your career, bro. This is great. You, you, this is great. I try to be a somewhat neutral business owner, but I have connections with uh, the good Professor Stevens over here with the railroad, who specialize in getting Nightbane out of bad situations and keeping things hidden. Ah, oh, like slavery. That's why they call them the railroad. Yes, exactly, because it is an underground railroad. Uh, Whereas, uh, well, Steel Jim down there uh, points at the cyborg dance, like just grinding it out on the dance floor. He's doing the robot. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Has to. Uh, He is affiliated with the resistance. Uh, They are our more militant wing. And when I say militant, you'll notice the man has a machine gun for an arm, which should tell you everything that you need to know. Mm. I mean, there's other groups. There's the Spook Squad. There's the Lightbringers. You don't. You do not need to worry about either of those. They are not primarily populated by our kind. And the less you have to do with the Spook Squad, the better. As a neutral businessman. <laughs> As a neutral businessman, I come out in the hives when I have to spend too much time around former FBI agents, former DEA agents, former you any person whose name ever began with the word special agent, I dislike having to deal with and that's what the spook squad is. Mm. As for the light bringers, little tiny glowy guys who say they're angels. Like size of Yoda, no offense. Hey. 
Judge me by my size and stuff, right? It, you know, Yoda was bigger than you. Actually, you kind of... You'd almost be able to pass for one of them. I mean, they, they look a little bit odder than you, and they are... Hooey! They are judgmental as hell. I like to think I'm pretty chill. Yeah, you seem good. Okay, but, okay, so, like, um... Okay, also, these these hounds you've been talking about? Yeah. Uh, we're just gonna hang out here to lose or something? We gotta do anything? Uh... Have fun? Make friends? Well, that's all I needed to hear. I'm gonna go get late. Yeah, that's, that's a hell of a lot better than the classes, I guess. Yeah. Don't leave the <laughs> club. At the end of it, I may ask you for a favor. Uh, I understand favors, don't worry. Uh, like, what kind of favor? Yeah, what? Uh, you do a favor for me. Uh, I do a favor for you. You do a small favor for me. I'm going to need you to go pick up some information from a dead drop. Is this, like, a guy who turns into a drop that's dead? No, 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 that's that's where you go to a marked location where they uh, drop a thing in a mailbox and you pick it up and you bring it back here so oh. that there's, there's no clear trail. Saw in a spy movie once, James Bond. Nice, nice. Yeah, pretty much. It's Like I said, I have certain connections and there are certain ways that we communicate, so... If you'll accept my hospitality... Cash is going to kind of take take a look at the skeleton, see if he can get a read off Professor Neil. <laughs> He's like, this is your choice, kid. Um, I can't speak for the group, but we're damn, if we go out there, then we're going to end up fighting those, ro- those things. And we barely survived the last thing, so... Yeah. I'm not fond of getting shot, so... Uh... Uh, oh yeah, you're healed by the way. You're healed already. You've regenerated. Okay. Well, apparently I'm okay, but I still don't enjoy being shot. Yeah. Because because I can get over it quicker doesn't mean it doesn't hurt like a bitch. What about you two? Um, yeah, I'll accept. Great. You know what? You ever want a job, kid? He says, pointing at... Um, Cam, what's your character's name? Uh, Sean. Sean. He says, pointing at Sean. You would make an amazing bouncer. Awesome. Just you know, keep that in mind if you ever want job prospects in the future. Make an amazing bouncer with a body like that. Just be the whole door. Yeah, exactly. And Bill out there is good, but Bill the Quill. I don't. I don't even know what I call you yet. Does your name start with a T? Because something like if you were a Travis, Travis the Tank, that'd be awesome. Travis the Tank. <laughs> 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 Ridiculous source. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good thinking, Nosferatu. Uh, do you, do you guys have like uh, food? Yeah, yeah, we got some. Uh, we got we got a little kitchen. Okay, great, because I'm I'm running behind on calories. So. Yeah, yeah, you know what? You guys spend a lot of time in those forms, especially if you're in a fight. You're gonna want something to eat. All right, listen. You go downstairs. Uh, ask the barman, he'll get you some food and we'll get you set up, we'll get you some cots to sleep on or something like that while you're here. Great. Alright then. I'm sorry in advance for cutting up your cots. I'm kind of sharp. We'll coat them in Kevlar. Neat. Okay, so, um, you guys do your thing. Uh, you've got a couple days of downtime here, um, to basically get to know each other as well. Mm -hmm. Um, 
if you want to role play a bit of that out, that yeah, okay, I'm gonna do a montage of one thing each for each of your characters. So we're gonna go with Will. Uh, Chad uh, keeps a, a pretty like scheduled life. Um, he does not buy Cheney's uh, insistence that he has to stop working out and like can can get rid of his fitness regimen. Um, if anything, he's pushing harder because he feels that he regenerates. He can feel yep. it. So his recovery time is nothing. Um, so yeah, he he ends up like rigging up in like a back room, like a, a like a pull up bar, and like he's like using the kegs and yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> but nothing is quite. N- nothing is giving him enough resistance, um, but he's still he's still giving it all. He's like, okay, we'll find a new cardio. For to, a while. to be fair, in this form, you could uh, lift the front end of a bus with zero problem. With, yeah, with no difficulty. Um, and and he's he's starting to figure some of that out. Um, but he's also really chummy. Um, he 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 likes getting involved with people um, and, and sort of explaining what he's doing. Um, you kind of suspect that if this horrible nightmare hadn't happened to him. Uh, he might have like gone on, got an ed degree, and like become like a fitness teacher. Like, yeah, some sort of fitness teacher or something. <laughs> that, that just sort of like shines through him. Um, he's also not very comfortable with the fact that he's killed a bunch of dudes, even if they may have been doppelgangers, because he's like, we're not people, and they're not people, and I don't want to die, so it's still not cool that I killed them, right? But they're going to kill me. He's pretty fucked up about it. All right, well, so John Ambrose von Troy uh, does a number of things. Uh, first off. Um, he is going to go and try and bet a member of the opposite sex uh, from the dance floor. Well, it, here's the big question. What is your tolerance for the fact that everyone here does kind of look like a circus freak? Well, when in Rome, he's trying to fit in, right? Like yeah. he, he's, he's accepting the fact that his life as it was is over. And being kind of that so almost like a social predator, being with his high charisma stat, right? Uh, he's kind of like, all right, so this is the new norm. Well, how did I get ahead in the other world? Well, money, family, friends. So I can't count on my family except these guys, right? Money I can make because I'm, I'm minor in finance. I'm moderately good at playing the stocks. Friends. So I'm trying to make as many friends as possible. Sure. You, you, the montage will include... I'm just going to call him Fonty. Uh, <laughs> going off with a uh, not terribly inhuman looking um, let's go bird woman with mechanical wings. Sure. Uh, Shane. Uh, yeah, like like everybody who's in- encountered uh, Ken or Matthias says he's uh, up to this point has noticed how shy and keeps to himself he is. He's kind of breaking out of that the more he's in this form and the more he's getting to know the other the other freaks basically. So he's kind of like, you know, talking to people more, socializing a bit more. He's developing a good friendship with Flake Bob. <laughs> apparently. But when he's by himself, he's still trying to like get used to moving around in this new body, like uh, getting used to the claws and the barbed wire and everything. And the more he gets used to it, the more you see him kind of reading books on, like, the stuff that was mentioned uh, yeah. by Cheney. Like, reading up on, like, Babylonian history. Well, what, what they might have lying around. Yeah, like, any books that he could find, or even, like, the occasional copy of Weird Tales. 
Okay. Um, you'll mostly just get a couple, like, uh, pulp novels and, like, Clive Custler books and stuff like that. I mean, people don't generally come to Club Freak to uh, read. But, you know, you can pass the time like that. And uh, Sean. Sean, uh, I believe he would have taken up uh, that guy's offer and did a bunch of odd jobs for him. Otherwise, sure. mingling with people and uh, training and honing his skills in his new form. Sure, cool. Uh, and after a couple days, um, Cheney comes by and lets you know, uh, heat's off. Helmpack ran around for a night or two. Looks like they went back. So I think you're cool for right now. Now, here is the address of the dead drop, and he gives you a um, an address in Brooklyn. Uh, get you over to that. I'll send you through the subway tunnels. The subway tunnels are actually pretty secure. Uh, Resistance tends to use them as a staging area. And you're going to go over there, and when you get to the dead drop, uh, it's going to give you an address, and there should be a key in it. Go in there, go to the address, take the key... There's going to be a couple boxes. Get the boxes. Bring them back here. Understood. Sounds easy enough. Yeah, okay. cool. Great. So, you... Uh, oh, uh, hey, these boxes, these, like, fragile, this side up, that sort of thing. Are these just, like, boxes? I'm not going to tell you what the contents of the boxes are, but I would well, prefer yeah, that you not like, damage them. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're not made of glass. Okay, cool. But... Yeah, you don't want to damage them, and you probably shouldn't walk around too much in public with them. Mm. So, uh, we'll get uh, Roger over there to give you a lift. Uh, he points to the guy who looks like he's made of like a dark, inky galaxy full of stars with a lobster claw. Oh my god, he's so full of stars. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of floats across the... The uh, room. And all the stars brighten whenever it talks. If you'll follow me now, I will take you to my car and we can drive to a place where you can get the subway. Cool. Shotgun. Aww. (laughs) You say that now, yes. Which one of those in there is Clarence? Uh, Ha 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 ha. Very funny. I haven't heard that one in some time. I don't get it. He just kind of looks down his first attempt at being Uh, socially funny. Has obviously failed, so okay, let's go. To be fair, this thing only has one tone, so (laughs) (laughs) it floats across. Uh, Once it hits the door, um, it shrinks down into a human and the claw vanishes and it's just this... um, he looks 19 years old, Latino, um, just kind of t-shirt, jeans, hiking boots. I imagine we follow suit. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> not even Roger. I don't know why he, calls, why he keeps calling me Roger. I don't know, man. Maybe you should tell him. Uh, my name's Chad. What is your name? Jose, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Jose. Uh, perhaps maybe I should recommend probably wearing like a name badge of some sort. That seems to be a good thing. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how I'd stick a name badge on a galaxy. Claw. But yeah, I'll put it around my claw. Hey, better than none. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I keep telling him to. But uh, anyways, what, what do you drive, man? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's um, He leads you upstairs and he leads you uh, 
through several parking lots, um, there's just a car with a tarp over top of it. He pulls it away. Um, he drives a Mercedes. It's an older model Mercedes, but it's obviously like someone's taking good care of it. Ah, finally, somebody with a little bit of taste. I spent a year and a half restoring this thing. I'm really happy with it. And am I Roger? Am I Jose the driver? No, I'm Roger. He gets in. You guys want to get in? Oh, yeah. I'm very carefully getting. I was studying astronomy at Caltech. Am I Jose the astronomer? No, I'm Roger. I'm a Gemini. (laughs) That's astrology. I studied astronomy. Oh, sorry, man. My mistake. It's okay. I failed that course. At least you're not Roger. And he starts. He 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 drives you um, uh, to a into the city and to a subway stop, and all the while it pretty much is this guy just really hates being called Roger, and uh, he lets you off. All right, uh, this is my pager number. Give me a call and I'll come pick you guys up. Okay. You want to have a pager? Not only do I have a pager, I have a cell phone. Big break. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just call. Just page me from a payphone. Hey. Oh yeah, because if because if like the guys, yeah, they like, can track your cell phone. No, they can't. No, you're right. Science fiction stuff. <laughs> well, so what do you think this is? 2016. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. To like, be fair, it's 2001. So I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm pretty. Just, it's not a big break of a cell phone, man. It's 2001. You have a flip phone. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, well, I probably have one of those like matrix phones that like you press and it like slides yeah. open. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah, things were like, all the rage back like in the day. Razor, razor. Oh, oh no, it wasn't a razor. Oh. The razor was a flip phone as well. Yeah, but, yeah. but something like that. Yeah. At least you don't have an engage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know exactly what I would have. Well said. I would have well a no key. Because oh. uh, yes. those things would be indestructible. It's that, true. That counts as armor. <laughs> I might be, you know what? I'm going to make it a goal. Your I'm phone gonna, has more STC than you do. <laughs> I'm going to make it a goal to bludge someone to death with my Nokia. That is a goal for this campaign. I'm going to bludge someone to death with that final Nokia. blow as it's in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Bible in the pocket yeah. stopping the bullet. <laughs> Saved by the luck of the Swedes. <laughs> so, so yeah, we hop on the subway. You hop on the subway. You take it over to um, to the Dead Drop in Brooklyn, and Dead Drop in Brooklyn uh, is just an alleyway with a loose brick. You take out the loose brick. I am keeping an eye out. Yep. Uh, and inside, there's just a folded piece of paper around a key, and it's got an address in Queens. And put the brick back. Yep, put the brick back. Look around. Uh, roll a d20. Everybody here. Uh, I'm going to give it to Wes because he specifically said that he's uh, yeah. he's playing lookout. 17. Oh, very nice. You are moderately certain that you are not being watched right okay. now. <laughs> Good signs. So you, uh, you head over to the location. It's a uh, storage unit in Queens. And you head up, you uh, you open up the storage unit, and inside there are stacked up 
four uh, wooden crates, and they're about four or five feet long, about two to three feet deep, about two to three feet wide. And you don't know what was painted on them originally because someone has just black spray painted over it. Hmm. Are there dollies or straps or anything for moving them? We're going to look pretty suspicious moving those by themselves. Nope. They want to go get a dolly. Yeah. Because uh, it... We could probably... Whatever's in this, we could probably move, but it would look super suspicious. Uh, so, yeah. Go go find... Uh, or if we're at a store center. Yeah, there's going to be there's gonna be a dolly somewhere. Okay. Sorry, just doing a quick... Yep. Okay. Um... So, uh, you hoist, get the dolly, yep. put them on the dolly. Stack them up. Feels very solid inside. Like, these these are pretty heavy boxes. Yeah, heavy boxes packed full. Uh, does any of the aiming shift when we move them around? Not really. Okay, good. Uh, it, it doesn't really sound like anything much is moved. You hear maybe, like, a little bit of scraping in there, but... But, like, nothing serious. Like, not full no. of, like, fluid that's going to shift around. No, 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 no. People banging no. for help and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the other container. Yeah. Uh, nope. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, okay. And push them out of there. Yep. Um, as you, everybody, roll me a d twenty. Not very good. I found a muffin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look! Somebody left a muffin on the floor. I can't see over the boxes. Uh, <laughs> uh sixteen. Okay, Shane, you got highest. Um, you are pretty sure. Um. Now, there was nobody watching you in the alleyway, but as you um, go through the storage locker, you're pretty sure that that guy over there at the end of the hallway, uh, you saw him in the train when you were taking it into Brooklyn earlier. Like, the when you were going to the dead drop? Right. Um, you're pretty sure you saw, that, that guy looks really familiar. You saw him earlier. Someone's tail on us. Yeah, that's probably what you would suspect. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys. Guys, there's somebody over there. I'm pretty sure I saw him on the train. He might be following us. Yeah, let's rough him up. Uh, that's, that's like, that seems a little... Like, that's like the opposite of what we want to do. Yeah. yeah we I, don't I, want to draw attention to ourselves. I think we, we also don't want this guy ourselves. following us back to the club. Uh, let's just try and like lose him. With a dolly full of... Where's like a U-Haul? Let's get a truck. Uh, there's U-Haul a couple blocks away. Well, okay. There's a, there's a U-Haul. Usually they have like a like an Enterprise rent a car attached, right? Yeah. Okay. Wait here. I'll be back. I'm gonna trot on over, and I'm gonna rent a nondescript car. I'm from money. I probably have a lot of cash on me. Okay. Um. You. Might have a bit, you'll have a bit of cash, but they'll also want your ID as well. Okay. Give me your ID. Sure. It's fake, anyways. <laughs> we established that earlier. <laughs> Says I'm like a 25 year old uh, doctor from Maine. Checks you the ID against you. 
I'm going to ask you to give me a... Uh, we're actually going to... I'm going to get you to give me that percentile skill check I was talking about earlier. Sure. The, this bullshitting someone about your fake ID sounds like something you're trained in. Okay, I was... I didn't pull mine. Okay, well, okay, just use Shane's then. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. And he doesn't have cooties. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Uh, 44. Yeah, that'll do it. Okay. Yep. I, I flash my winning Fontroy smile. Ding! <laughs> okay. Um, like one of those TV doctors. Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, it's like, oh, yeah, I've seen you on an ad somewhere. <laughs> um, so, he, uh, you know, you'll get the car, and while you're getting the car, uh, you guys, the guy that you're pretty sure was following you goes into a storage locker. Oh, and as you're waiting around for the, uh, for the car... He walks out of the storage locker. He's got a dolly. On the dolly is a big mirror. It's about five and a half, six feet high, about maybe three, four feet wide. Chad remembers something. Cheney said about mirrors. Yeah, there's been a uh, lot of talk about mirrors. And he... Um, and I, in my mind, I'm assuming this is like a big, like six foot high, like scary Victorian vanity mirror. Pretty much, yeah. I it's a brass frame with demon heads and stuff. Just for effect... Well, we're not going to say necessarily demon heads, but yeah, you pretty much got everything else right about it. Okay, we're talking some Oculus shit right now. Yeah. Yeah. I can somehow imagine, like, Chad's, like, in his head, wait a minute. (laughs) Hold on. Um, yeah. Are there, like, tarps around? Like, 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 moving blankets? Not really. No. Um, And as you guys are kind of waiting, he just wheels the mirror along on this dolly, and he um, and he just kind of leans it up against a wall, and then he takes five really big steps back from it, puts two fingers in his mouth. Chad's gonna attack. Okay, you're gonna give me a roll. Uh, not on a fifteen. You're not gonna no, hit him. No, teacher tried and failed. Your um, His you, legs are just you will tackle him, but you're not gonna tackle him in time. Yeah. Uh, he puts two fingers in his mouth and he whistles, and the mirror ripples for a moment. And Break the mirror, and the glass goes black, like jet black. Um, and then it pushes outwards. And as we get to the end of our second episode, a thing steps through it. And I'm actually going to show you guys a picture for reference of what this thing looks like. And then I will describe it um, for our viewers, for our listeners, I'm sorry, at home. It looks like that. Whoa. It looks like a black metal skeleton with this great hank of hair coming off of its head. Its face looks like it's sculpted into a skull, and it has a black, almost like tomahawk in each hand. Uh, And it presses out of the mirror, and another one presses out behind it. This one's holding a spear, and another one presses out behind it holding a sword. And they um, tilt their heads up, and their their masks reverberate, and they howl again. And it echoes through the room, and you actually hear this outside as you're uh, just pulling up with the car. (laughs) Um, And that's where we're going to cut for uh, this hour. So, for Terrible Warriors, I'm Derek the Bard from Chase the News. I've been your Games Master for this evening, and I've been joined by... Will Mitchell. Blast Gun. Shane Fitzgerald. Cameron Dunn. And until next week, be seeing you. 
The Terrible Warriors has releases every Monday and Thursday. And on Monday, we return to Star Wars Embers of the Jedi, which is suspiciously feeling like an episode of Firefly. Not that that's a bad thing. And return on Thursday of next week, where the Edmonton crew returns to their long-form game, The Strange. And if you like urban gothic horror, go check out our archive of over 50 campaigns. We've done horror before. If you like Nightbane, you might enjoy listening to our Call of Cthulhu game we did a few years back. They're all available at TerribleWarriors.com. Every campaign we have ever done, available forever, for free. Follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors and send us your feedback. Send us your love. Let us know how much you want to change our show and which games we should play, even though we might not have time to take your suggestions seriously. Email us at feedback at terriblewarriors.com. And until next time, thank you for listening to the Terrible Warriors. <laughs>